0: Three, two, one. And welcome back to our week four, and this is going to be our third show of the Livingston Parish News Football Podcast. We're here to talk about all things football from last week and the week going forward. Uh, I know that this week you didn't have a chance to catch up with Mr. Brett Beard just yet. You'll be getting with him this afternoon. Uh, but we will talk about, you know, got a good road wind, things of that nature. The reason we have this show uh, in this format is because we could not find a time to get even just the three 5A coaches together at once, much less all five coaches. So we perform our interviews first, and then we come together, I ask the guys a few questions, and then we uh, we learn all about what's going on in Livingston Parish football from right now moving forward. If you ever want to see any of our morning shows or anything like that, they're at www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash podcast. We are also on all podcast platforms. Uh, including Apple Podcast and Google Play. You can catch the news on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube, as well as the website, www.livysparishnews.com. And we are moving to once a week in print on Thursdays. That'd be the magazine style if you're watching video. This is uh, the one about constitutional amendments. But these gentlemen here fill all sorts of wonderful information here on the inside about football. And looky there, there was the story about the girls that Rob won. Very good story, cool story. So, anyway, great story. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Thank Thank you. You can find both of them on Twitter. They're always pushing out new information about sports. William, as always, we're going to start with you. Uh, you know, big win for Denham Springs over San Amal. Uh, the coach talked to you a little bit about building some momentum, which they're going to need. They host uh 4A number 10 assumption for homecoming.
1: Take it away. Yeah. Um, you know, Luke Lunsford said it best after the game. You know, they're staring at 0 They're distinctly staring at 0-3. I mean, you, they're down 13-3 at half. Not a lot had gone right. Uh, obviously, a three points offense you know, just had not clicked. You know, they had a couple of short measurements that went against them. Uh, it was just know just like, you had this, oh, my God, they're going to fall in this trap. They're going to be 0-3. And to their credit, you know, they made every play that, you know, they, they needed to make in the second half. The defense, you know, uh, shut out uh, St. Amon in the second half. There was a huge play. Uh, C.J. Johnson, the senior cornerback, is his first year off of football, had a huge uh, PBU in the, in, in the end zone where the, the receiver had caught it, and he popped him pretty good, knocked the ball out and then came back on the next play and made an interception. that was the, the game ceiling sequence uh, that they, and they were able to run the ball out the, the clock out and, and win 17-13. So uh, the biggest takeaway is that you know they found a way to win. Uh, they scored two touchdowns in, a, in, a, in, a, in the last 10 minutes of the fourth quarter. So you saw some some semblance of well, this is how they can pl- that they can look. Luke uh, Lunsford looked good in the pocket uh, he had uh, a 25yard p- touchdown pass to Troy Goldman. And then uh, Preston whole who was a first-year uh, receiver, broke a, a long pass where he turned a it was like a maybe a 10-20 yard completion into a 77-yard touchdown, and that was the go-ahead score. So now all of a sudden you can you bring it over, and now they're one and two and hosting. Maybe not necessarily your your, your prototypical homecoming opponent. Assumption uh, comes here at three uh, zero. Was a second-round playoff team a year ago, and has a lot of those kids back. So. Uh, we'll see if they can continue uh, and maintain the good feel, the good feeling that came out of a Friday night's uh, victory.
0: Well, and it should be interesting, especially since you know the week before he had spoke, or I guess you could say the week of that game, you know, talking about trying to hit the reset button on offense, trying to find some momentum. They definitely have that, you know, after three quarters and maybe sputtering a little bit, found some. Uh, found some interesting momentum Did any comments about uh about that offensive performance there right at the end of the game
1: yeah i think the key is now can they can they sustain it for four quarters you know what 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 you know that was a great 12 minutes actually a 10 and a half minutes and now let's see if we can we can string the dr- string drives together you know drives and momentum you know first downs and things of that make because they still have if not run the ball well um Jalen Jenkins gave them two really good runs when they needed first downs at the end of the game, but the first three quarters were, were not up to their standards. So now, I, I think it, it the key will be what if they can establish running game, and then that it just sets the tone for for everything else. Because now uh, they've shown some semblance of a throwing a passing game, but it has, it's not coming off the success of the run game. You know, can they put them both together and the defense? Uh, to their credit, the, the second half was, was lights out. A lot of big plays: uh, Caden Bayard, Tristan Dewey, and again C.J. Johnson on the back end. So, uh, let's see if they can put all facets together. And, um, and and again, it's getting close. You know, they got one one more non-district game in Week Five, and it's district play.
0: And it, coming faster than you think, it is almost October, folks. It, it, it's, it's rolling along. Will be interesting to see, uh, and as you said, you know, and, and LSU's kind of feeling this, and I think we mentioned it last week too with this very team. Uh, you know, if the offense isn't rolling, the defense can't get tired. So they had some chance to dig the heels in at the end of the game, make some big plays, but a lot of that was because the offense held on to the ball, was able to make some drives. So it will be interesting to see what they do for homecoming uh, this week again. That is, for a assumption, they're number 10 in the polls. Walker had a tough road game. and have, at, Are they playing Landry Walker at home or are they going there? At Berman Stadium in, on the West Bank. My word. So the, two tough road trips in a row. Uh, Landry Walker is also one and two. Now their two losses are to St. Augustine and Curtis. So it's going to be an interesting test. Uh, you know, Let's first talk about what did the coach have to say after um, you know, or trying to build on what happened at Fountain Blue where they, they got bruised a little bit. Yeah, it,
1: it's a second straight, um, you know, just trying to find out what, you know, can the defense step up and make some plays? They're, they're really having a hard time getting off the field. Um, it was somewhat, you know, understandable. You, you, you knew Dextran was going to be a, a load, and, and, they, and they proved to be that way. You know, Fountain Blue had a great running back, um, you know, Iverson Settlestein, which proved to be very, you know, lived up to his billing. But you know, Fountain blue actually also threw the ball well, and um, 500 yards of offense. It's hard to win games giving up that much. And Walker also allowed a pick six. So when you're giving up free points, you know it just makes it very difficult. Brian Thomas was fabulous. He had you know over 300 yards of all-purpose yards. He returned you know either he you know pass receiving touchdowns, uh, pump return for touchdowns. You know, four four of his five teams. Four of the five teams' touchdowns were, were courtesy of Brian Thomas. Can't win games that way. There's got to be better diversification. You know, and I think after talking to, uh, I talked to Dimitri Wright uh, for part of my preview, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a, if they can, <laughs> a commitment to the running game and between he and Ke'Andre Brown and take some pressure off that throwing game and, 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 and not always put all the load on, on Ethan, Ethan McMaster's shoulders and obviously Brian's production, but it goes back to can they stop people. And they've got to be able to tackle better. I don't think they're an overly deep team, so they probably have a core group of guys on the field a lot. It's going to struggle with their offense uh, defensively, trying to have some stops and, and, and create turnovers and, and things of those nature. And maybe because they've got homecoming week five, and then they start district. So I, I know he's you know obviously got some concerns defensively, and they want to hopefully find some answers this week. Yeah, and you know again we're
0: talking about well now we're kind of flipping the script with Walker. Uh, Denham was trying to find that offense but they had some good defense but now you know Walker's got to size up, stop some people that uh, will be down there on the west Bank so it's going to be a tough road trip as well. We've got a tough road trip uh, to talk about. We're gonna we're gonna mix it up a little here. We're going to jump over to Rob because uh, Albany has a has a tough road trip going to De Quincey. Um, there's an interesting little local flavor in there that we'll talk about in a minute. But let's talk about what Mr. What Coach Mike Janis said. You know, coming out of that Springfield game.
2: Uh, you know, talked to Mike the other day, and it, you know, fifty six thirty four, which means you're putting up a lot of points. Uh, he was really pleased with the way the offensive line play went. Said defensively, it kind of looked like they were maybe a little bit confused, but he also, you know, kind of harped on the point of middle linebacker Tyler Bates is. You know, he was their leading tackler last year. They kind of built the defense around him. They switched uh, from a three-four to a four-three. Kind of built it around him as their middle linebacker. He got a dislocated elbow in the Jamboree, which is forcing uh, Justin Coach to come in and be the middle linebacker when he'd been working at an outside linebacker the whole time. You know, coming in. So, and he's leaving the team, but it's still like one of those things where you have to move some guys around and figure out what you're doing. So I think that's what they're trying to do uh, uh, on the defensive side. Is you still got. Some I don't want to say question marks, and I asked him about you know would you I, I don't want to call it a regression, but it's just things that they had in place going into the season are no longer there for them. Right. You know, so you're having to move people around. They like the job that Justin's doing at the middle, but you know, like you said, when when you've prepared to be an outside linebacker the whole time, and then they say, hey, you you're the guy now. So they kind of worry about you know he's kind of worried. Did we put too much on him? Because he's a, he's a really good player, but. He's a sophomore too, so it's like trying to figure out is, is this the right thing for him. He's still doing it though, still getting it done. So that was that was part of the deal, you know, from a defensive side. Uh, offensively, he he felt like it, it it was a really good conversation I had with him in, in terms of they went to that spread offense and he said, we're at a point now where the kids are kind of they're having fun with it. But it's also a thing where they can look at something and see the way the offense is set up, and they can come to the side and say, "Hey, we've got this play." Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, if we he said, if we call the play, sometimes it'll go. But it, I said, coach, that just tells you they're paying attention. He said, exactly. They know, you know, they know what. So, and it's fun at the same time. So it, it's kind of like, hey, it's it's paying off for us, you know, and. And having fun, and that was the whole thing going in, talking to him. Hey, we want to we want to do something that's going to be fun. This is the kind of offense hey, he kept telling me over the summer was. This is what they see on Sundays, you know. This is the mm-hmm. type of thing they see on Sundays. So, in in that aspect, you know, against Springfield, you had, uh, you know, both of the Doherty brothers go over 100 yards, uh, lots of scoring. Um, Talked to talk to uh, JJ, the quarterback. He's really gotten the grasp with this read, read option which wasn't a part of their offense the first time we saw them. Mm-hmm. and they come out this the, the, the first game is like where'd that come from and he's just pulling it down and and going and he gave a lot of credit to uh to Ronnie Tuberville you know he said Ronnie kind of pulls and I just I just let him go and I follow him so he had two long runs the last one kind of solidified it for him but I you know I said I, I don't think when that last drive you guys are trying to score but he bust a run for 51 and he's kind of like when you have it you got to take it you know which is, you know, that's the coaching mantra.
0: Well, yeah, and it, if they if they present it, we've got to go with it. And the other team will do the same to you. Exactly. you got to exactly. take that chance. Exactly. So, so interesting, uh, interesting game coming up this week. They played De Quincey. If you don't know where De Quincey is, you, you drive to Sulphur and then go 30 more minutes. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Uh, before we kind of get into the fact that these guys are probably going to be playing each other, basically, because they both have similar sets. Uh, The team will stop in Sulphur and uh, run into somebody who took over at Walker for a little bit. Mr. Cecil Thomas. How'd that come about? Uh, Well,
2: Mike was on the staff with with Cecil. Uh, So he he said, he just kind of mentioned, I said, how are y'all going to, because you got to ask, when you take a trip like this, sometimes you got to beat the trip before you beat the opponent. Right. So he said, what we're going to do is I talked to Cecil uh, Thomas and he said, we coached it together at Walker and Cecil's over there at Sulphur, so they're going to stop, rest the legs a little bit, eat a little bit, and then they'll hop in the, on the bus and take off down to De Quincy and, and play the game. But it, it, you've got that built in. The coaching fraternity, sometimes it, it runs in circles. So sure. you just kind of say, let's reach out to, to
0: somebody we know and get some help, and that's what the, Coach Thomas is going to do for them. Gotcha. you. So before, before we got recording, you know, we always talk, and the one thing you brought up is that you know, the guys from De Quincey are going to be interested in playing the guys from Albany and vice versa because they're running a lot of the same thing, both right. defensively and offensively. Tell us a little about uh, tell us a little bit about prepping for that. Um, He, he said what works, and Coach Shannon
2: said what works is that these guys see this stuff all the time. And he said a lot of times when they're preparing, he said, we don't do a scout team. We'll go one ones on ones you know. And he said in looking at them, uh, they've got uh, Cooper Hex is number four. He's a receiver for them. And he said he's really similar to Rhett Wolf uh, for Albany, okay. which it gives him a. It, that'll give you guys kind of a gauge to where, athletically wise, where he. And if you guys have seen Rhett run, um, you know he he can go. And if he gets open, he's open. They're gonna go. They're gonna try to get the ball to him. And the same thing defensively. Uh, he he said uh, he's kind of looking at, at DeQuincy. Maybe you know they're looking forward to because they work against it in practice. They're kind of looking forward to maybe. Approaching a team like uh, Albany, who's going to spread you out, kind of give you those opportunities. So that's what you, he said. They're really similar, just really similar teams. Not necessarily carbon copies, but in, in a lot of aspects, really similar.
0: Should be an should make for an interesting game. Let's jump into Springfield. Uh, you know, kind of. The theme of the game against Albany was mischances. Yes. So you, yes. Talk, you talk to Coach Surpass. What, what do he have to say? It's one of those things, like I
2: told you when, in our pre-production, is like when you go into a game, the coach is going to kind of tell you, okay, this, these are things we need to do. Um, and, and when, when Mike Janis goes into that game, he said, we've got to look at Kobe Linares, we've got to look at Trayvon Washington. Kobe goes for almost 200 yards and a touchdown, and Trayvon scores four touchdowns. So, mm-hmm. so uh, that you, couldn't stop them. They're they're doing homework. Uh, on the same token, uh, you know, when you asked Coach Surpass last week, okay, they're going to put put the ball in the air. What's going to happen? Well, if they're putting it in the air, we got to come down with it. We got to get interceptions. He he charted on them going back looking at film. He charted about five or six dropped interceptions that they could have had. Um, he, they also had a, a touchdown call back uh, on a illegal forward pass which he, he seemed to think, in looking at it, he said it looked like it, it was good to us. Um, and then they had another touchdown that was dropped in the end zone. So,
0: Just trying to pull it all together. Opportunities, yeah, it's, right. it's all
2: about bringing it together, you know, and, and right now he, he's he's just looking at, uh, um, just trying to pull it together going into this game right now. And it, it's just, they also made a change. Uh, a quarterback, RJ got, got he kind of tweaked his leg a little bit so they ring on Tyler Radcliffe, and he kind of, kind of got him going and, and during that game. And so uh, Coach Herpatt said this week during practice they're going to kind of split reps about 50-50 and kind of
0: see where they stand uh, sure. going into the going into this week's game against against Pearl River. Um, and as you and then, as we we talked about uh, in the meeting before, well, one of the things we did talk about is is tackling that they're going to yes. be be focused on. Yes. And they're going to have to because. One of the, the ways that Coach Surpass described this is like a physical gauntlet. You know, you've got Cohen, who is physical, uh, and now you had Albany, who's physical, and now you've got Pearl River that has a big old bruiser back. It's, so, how's he getting prepped? For the, that? Whole, the whole deal is
2: he, he said, what we've got to do is he said, they're, they're doing things, you know, trying to do the, the throwdown type deal. It's not the way we teach them how to tackle. And they know they're going to have to do it against Pearl River. They're going to kind of pound, pound, pound type deal. And one thing that I, I did not mention in our pre-production, they, they're going to be doing it without uh, Caleb Armstrong, who broke a leg, broke his leg against Albany. So he's probably out for the season. That's their middle linebacker. So, again, we go to middle linebacker play. Who, do you, who can you move over in that spot to
0: take over and kind of do what you need to do? That's another question, for Mark, for him going into this game. And we'll be interesting, uh, be interested to see how that turns out. Um, but for this final segment, we are saving. You will be going to Kentwood to see this game, and uh, we're going to talk to you about what you haven't talked to Coach Brett yet. But we we kind of have an idea of what he's going to say. Live Oak right now looking like one of the more complete teams in the parish. You know, uh, week one we're you know we're shutting down TJ Finley, who's an LSU commit. Uh, week two. Um, Woodlawn, Woodlawn was, was kind of a gimme. But then again, in week three, which is what we'll talk about now, you get that check mark on can we travel? Uh, you know, which was a big thing that he was pushing last week. Can't go to the dome if you can't travel. Yeah. So, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about that, that, that good effort against Westfell where they go over there. I hate
1: to mix sports, so I'm not going to say they pitched a shutout, but they shut them out. Yeah, I, I, I was able to watch some of the re- That was the game of the week uh, on, on the Cox Four uh, in. It wasn't, you know, probably offensively, aesthetically pleasing. They, they, you know, they had some, some moments to, to work through, but defensively, it was just so dominant. Um, and, you know, Brett McCoy blocked a punt uh, for safety, so they got you know contributions on special teams as well. I think this is the, um, the third week in a row. They, their defense limited the opposition to negative yards rushing. Uh, that's you know it's that's, an that's incredible streak and that will be put to, to the test to, to some degree because with which is not the physical um, but, you know, challenge you usually faces athletically and 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 getting you know they can get to the edges and, and can can the defense pursue and flow and, and, and keep them hemmed in to, so to speak. Um, offensively, it was one of those. It seemed like they did enough uh, to, to 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 pass the test and they did. It was twenty nine nothing. and mean they were obviously never threatened. Uh, because the defense has been so solid, which will be part of my, my I guess, the, my, pre- my preview is just how well they've been playing defensively uh, through three weeks, and now they get to go to a tradition-rich place, which is an uh, uh, um, you know, I think in one-eight foot and 2 a football is, is one of the more revered places to play football uh, under the under the water tank, and uh, they'll get uh, these kids that never probably played there before. I've heard about it. Um, they need to come ready to play uh, because. Um, Kentwood's got a great tradition uh, with with their athleticism and, and things of that nature. When you look at players, you know Shaheen Carter and uh, Trey Palmer are playing in the SEC West, they've got talent. You know, they may not have the the size or the numbers uh, that Live Oak, but they need to be ready to play. And I'm sure Brett's hammered that point uh, uh, by now. Uh, talent can win you a football game. It can. But uh, right
0: now, as mentioned, uh, Live Oak's looking like the most complete. So as long as they come out and play that complete game, uh, should be should be a good dub for them. One last thing to bring up before we, uh, before we move out of the show for this week. Uh, Cameron Bill, who is the kicker for Denham Springs, is going to have a little segment on this Sunday Night Football. Usually runs on the, uh, the pregame show or football night in America. Starts at about 5.30, runs until kickoff uh, for Sunday Night Football, which also, by the way, is the Saints-Cowboys, which is part of the reason they came. Uh, so walk us through, they had a, a sort of an all-day event yesterday with Cameron. Uh, you got a chance to catch up with him. The story is online, www.livingstonparishnews.com backslash sports. Tell us a little bit about what you heard yesterday.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a nice um, feel-good story that you know, someone local uh, has drawn attention to his community. I'm not going to go anywhere near what Lane Hardy's done for, for Livingston Parish, but Cameron, in a small, his small way, shape, or form, is going to help sh- shine a very nice uh, positive light on, on on Denham Springs community in his uh, effort to try to generate donations and, and uh, fund- fundraising for, for uh, childhood uh, cancer. Uh, there's a uh, an organization called Alex's Lemonade uh, Stand Foundation uh, that uh, has raised money for for childhood childhood uh, cancer treatment uh, research uh, support and. Um, Cameron, on a smaller scale, as a as freshman and sophomore year, started soliciting donations and, and, and fundraising. But now as a, as, a, as a varsity player, he's obviously on a much bigger stage where people uh, who come into the games can, can see him and, and, and kind of get a hold of, of the project. Hopefully, you know, the word is definitely getting out. But now NBC had gotten a hold of it. And, and now, as you mentioned, came to spend basically about eight hours with him uh, and his family uh, yesterday, on Tuesday morning. And it ended, uh, they went to practice uh, and shot some, some video and, and things of that nature. He's going to get about a one-minute infomercial on what he's doing. But uh, as I put in my story, the average viewership uh, for the Sunday Night Football game is between 18 to 22 million viewers. So it's a huge, you know, it's a huge boost to him to, to, to be able to do this and, and get his word out. And hopefully his Facebook page and, and, and uh, the, the 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 link to, to 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 donating will blow up, and that will hopefully further his cause. Uh, he's you know he set you know dollar amounts that he's trying to strive for, and hopefully this, this will put him way over. And um, again, he's he's being a, a really it's you know this is the day and age where, where young kids are, are kind of about themselves, and he's giving he's he's taking the time to give back. And wants to kind of leave a legacy behind where, you know, other people, if it's a kicker at Denham Springs or whatever, can, can, to, can help, continue to help raising awareness and raising funds uh, for research for, for childhood uh, cancer.
0: Well, and we appreciate you catching up with him yesterday. Uh, that story is online. We'll be looking for him on Sunday Night Football and, uh, you know, go Saints. Uh, Let's hope that Teddy can keep that going. Uh, Thank you both for joining me again this week. We will be looking forward. Remember, we have photo galleries and stories rolling out on Friday night. We publish a whole content hub that has stories, photos, and videos on Saturday morning. Uh, So be on the lookout for those things as they roll out. Again, I'm here with Mr. Rob Yarman Mr. William Weathers. Thank you all again. Remember the... The news is on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. We are online. We have an app. We're also going to once a week in print. It will be the magazine where these guys are filling up those pages with great information. We appreciate that. You can check out all their content at www.loomingsonparishnews.com backslash sports. We will be coming at you next Thursday again for the for the next show. We're still discussing how we're going to handle basketball, but I'm sure it'll be uh, I'm sure we'll figure something out. Uh, so again, thank you for joining us. We appreciate uh, your support of the Livingston Parish News podcast, especially this sports show. We hope you enjoy this Friday night. And LSU is off, but we do hope that uh, you enjoy the Saints game Sunday night. And we will be back at you next week. Thanks again. Yeehaw. Yeah, we're filling yeah. those pages so
1: well somebody complain about too much sports coverage. Uh, like, Do you uh, have anything else in there besides sports? Like, it's not it's that much. Not what are you talking about?
0: Oh, yeah, we have people uh, really? We have people complain about there's too much sports in the paper and there's too much sports on the Facebook page. <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> and, you know, you go back and you search, and, I mean, on the weekend, because of the nature of the galleries and the videos and the, the, the games themselves, right. y'all usually outpace news... News and I mean, lifestyle, but during but during the week, I mean, we're all about even. In fact, eating. we're yeah. after yeah. volleyball. You know, y'all might have a feature or two, but we might have five six stories come out. People are just. <clears throat>